Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is Thursday, December 7th. I am Steven Serta, gearing up for a huge AFC showdown between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills on Sunday afternoon at Arrowhead Stadium. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, we got our first injury report of the week on Wednesday. And so far, not, not exactly what you would want headed into this big matchup against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are coming off of their bye week. The Chiefs are coming out of Green Bay, very banged up. Donovan Smith was out of practice on Wednesday with a neck injury. Isaiah Pacheco popped up on the injury report. He was not somebody we were looking out for, but he did not practice on Wednesday with a shoulder injury. Drew Tranquil's in the concussion protocol, and Brian Cook, of course, dealing with that ankle injury that's probably going to keep him out for a little bit. But Nick Bolton was a full participant in Wednesday's practice, so if Drew Tranquil can't go on Sunday, it seems like Nick Bolton's got a strong chance of being up against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think Bolton's up no matter what. I mean, he's talking with Chris Jones and Mike Dana uh, yesterday. Uh, at the team level, You know, they're not usually trying to reveal when a player is returning from injury or really talk about anything with injuries, but in meeting rooms, they know at the beginning of the week, like who's likely to play. And from what I, I heard from Jones and Dana, they're in a mindset and I put it on my, my Twitter, my ex, if you want to go look at what they said, but they're in a mindset where Bolton is back. So I think that's a huge boost. You talk about the uh, Smith injury, Andy Reid pretty much guaranteed that it'll be Wanya Morris at left tackle. Um, and then uh, of course, in, in the secondary, you have cook, unlikely to play in this game uh, there was a break uh in, in the uh injury uh in the fact that it's not all that serious so he could be back by the end of the season into the playoffs we'll see uh, about that the Chiefs haven't made a roster move with that but Mike Edwards will step in all those injuries with Tranquil and Smith and Cook they're important contributors but I, I don't think they're any anything that's going to lose you a football game the one that jumps out is Isaiah Pacheco we didn't foresee this on the injury report. And to me, on offense, he's become a major contributor this year. And the Chiefs have really leaned into him, especially as of late, making sure that he touches the football. He's touching the football about 20 times a game right now. And you see the effectiveness that he has. Like I, I've said it uh, on numerous podcasts and, and radio shows, Pacheco might be your most important offensive player right now other than Patrick Mahomes. And that includes Travis Kelsey. I think it's been a change of pace for the Chiefs offense to get the ball in his hands. And if he can't go and you still have Jared McKinnon limited, missing a few games with the current injury, you could be looking at Clyde Edwards-Alaire as the starter. And who knows, if McKinnon can't go, is the three-headed tandem now Clyde Edwards-Alaire, LaMichael P. Ryan, and Daenerys Prince. And so that uh, deserves monitoring. I, I think it's a story that's not getting much traction right now because Pacheco only missed one practice. But if he were to miss Thursday or even be limited, I think that becomes a bigger deal here in Kansas City. Yeah, I, I think it goes without saying that that could be the biggest issue facing the Chiefs against the Bills. And the Bills defense, for as strong as it's, as it's looked at times this year, has been kind of bad against the run this season. So that's uh, an area where you can really attack them offensively. And we know how well Isaiah Pacheco has been playing. But I also, like, Jarek McKinnon was a limited participant in practice on Wednesday. And... I believe he was limited to start last week, but then logged some full participation practices. So if it's limited again this week, maybe he suffered a setback with that groin injury or 
you know, maybe it's just it's that time of the year and he's such an aging veteran that they're managing him. But that could be a serious issue going into this huge game against the Bills because Isaiah Pacheco really over the last month has been one of your most consistent offensive players. Yeah, he's been really good. I mean, I, I mentioned it and I, I've been saying it. I, you know, I think he's a top five running back in the league when the Chiefs actually use him. And I think you're seeing some of the production that he's been having. And so it does take quite a dip with Clyde Edwards Alaire. I'm, I'm not not one of those people that has been trying to get Edwards Alaire out of town, but he just isn't Isaiah Pacheco, which is why he lost the starting job last year. But we don't know. You know, I, you know, I think this will be interesting when we get together tomorrow for the live edition of our Arrowhead Pride Report. We'll see what Pacheco's status is on on Thursday. Maybe he just needed to calm down. They're calling it a shoulder contusion. So we'll see if uh, there's any progress made on Thursday. And if for whatever reason, if Isaiah Pacheco can't go, if Jarek McKinnon can't go, uh, Clyde is going to be the starter, I would have to imagine. And then I would assume that we'll see some LaMichael P. Ryan and Daneric Prince probably brought up to the roster again on game day and be active, which, you know, I, I think the Chiefs have been complimentary of P. Ryan and Prince and maybe this late in the season. It'd be nice to kind of see what they had in Prince, who was a guy in training camp initially that they thought could be like a contributing player. Again, another like undrafted player who, who came in had a good training camp, made an impact, and then kind of found his way to a roster spot. And it just didn't really happen for him. He winds up on the practice squad. But it might be worth seeing what they have in a generic Prince if they can get him some reps. But obviously, you'd rather just have Isaiah Pacheco healthy and ready to go. Yeah, it's it's a we'll see mode right now. Um, and and I think you know, I'm, I'm willing, I, I've been – trying to be positive about the offense all year. I, I think the offense really needs Isaiah Pacheco. So huge point to follow as we go here, preparing for Bill's week. And you mentioned that Andy Reid basically alluded to Wanya Morris getting the start this week, assuming Donovan Smith can't go. And it, it does seem to be trending in that direction. Now, you know, Wanya Morris has gotten some reps here over the last couple of weeks and has looked decent for the chiefs at the left tackle position, but it's a tall task stepping in as a rookie to be the left tackle for the Kansas State Chiefs, especially going against a team like the Buffalo Bills that can really get after you with their defensive line. So that's going to be, I think, the biggest thing to watch, assuming Isaiah Pacheco is good to go in this game. Wanye Morris is a guy that Chiefs fans should really be paying attention to because if the Chiefs get a lot of him out of the, down the stretch here, that's kind of huge for them uh you know he's he's a player that you drafted he's a player that you have under contract for the next several years and going into next offseason you only have donovan smith on a one-year deal and you don't really have an answer at left tackle after that just yet so if they can get a lot out of wanye morris down the stretch here and he goes into next season looking like he's going to be their starter and the chiefs feel comfortable with that i think that's a big win for them this late in the season yeah, I think like in the case of Drew Tranquil and Nick Bolton, for example, like Drew Tranquil was in because Bolton was injured and he's buying time. Like Bolton is the better all around player. And not everybody on on X would, would tell you that. Uh, a lot of people were calling for Drew to start. Um, but as soon as Bolton came back, he was going to be the starting Mike linebacker. I don't know if that's the case here. I mean, we don't know the seriousness of the, the Donovan Smith injury. We know that's been lingering. Uh, but it seems that this is one of those cases, Steve, that happens sometimes where it's pseudo, well, let's get Donovan Smith right. But at the same time, I think Wanya Morris has a chance, like even if Smith were to become healthy by the time playoffs starts, 
if he has a couple spot starts here and he continues to progress quick and, and his scoring is good as far as his grades and how the Chiefs are evaluating him, he may be the starter moving forward. Andy Reid has this tendency where, especially along the offensive line, if you're a member of the offensive line that begins to win games, he doesn't really change the personnel there. So I, I do think it's 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 part injury, but I also think this is part opportunity for Wanya Morris to to take uh, Donovan Smith's job this year. And so it's a it's a huge game for the left tackle. Yeah, and Morris is a guy who spent time at left tackle and right tackle in college, so he's a versatile player. He was a, a highly touted prospect, and that's why the Chiefs went out and drafted him because he was somebody that. They could envision being a starting offensive lineman for them here in the future. I don't know if they thought it was going to be this season, but these are valuable reps that they're getting their rookie left tackle right now. So it's definitely something to watch in, in Sunday's contest against the Bills. And just looking at the rest of the injury report, I don't think any of these things are, are things that Chiefs fans should be concerned about, but they're worth mentioning. Uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Pete, how it kind of seems like since the Atlanta Falcons just decided not to put Bijan Robinson on their injury report uh, earlier in the season with the headache. And there's a huge controversy about that. It seems like these injury reports have been getting longer and longer, even if the players aren't necessarily hurt, they're just making sure that they, that they cover all their bases. So uh, Rasheed Rice was listed on Wednesday's injury report with a foot injury. Sky Moore listed with a knee injury. Kadarius Tony with a hip injury. Patrick Mahomes with a pectoral injury. Uh, Legereus Sneed with a knee that's kind of been bothering him all season, but he, he's been on the injury report all year, but still practicing and doing totally fine. And then linebacker Darius Harris with a wrist injury. All those guys are listed as full participants. I, I don't think we should worry about them in any way, but it's just worth mentioning that they were on the injury report on Wednesday. Yeah, it is. Uh, I... You know, I tend to think, and, and this is just tinfoil hat territory right now, uh, no official word. I haven't really done all the math or whatever, but and it kind of has seemed like after that whole Bengal situation, the injury list has gotten a little bit more detailed, And meaning like if a player steps in the trainer room, it's, it's like they're going to be on the injury report, even if it's for a Band-Aid, you know, that type of thing. Um, I, I don't know if that was been a league emphasis by word of mouth or, you know, we just hadn't seen it, but. I don't know. It does seem like across the board, including in Kansas City, the, the injury reports, including literally anyone that has any kind of treatment at all, which is actually what it was supposed to do uh, before. But, we, you know, you had that situation in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. Um, so uh, we'll see. I, my bold prediction is that, uh, see, this has nothing to do with the Chiefs. My bold prediction is that we see a revamped injury report next year. Um, where it is more detailed uh, potentially and, and the league comes out with some new guidelines as far as that because it's just, you know, it's too important now that they're sort of tied with gambling. We talked about that on a previous report. Um, but anyway, you're, you're right. Uh, list is long, but as long as these guys are full participants, that's all that matters for their availability. And the, the guys that are full participants, Chiefs are going to be counting on uh, because, uh, again, they're, they're dealing with several injuries across the board, which we've discussed. Yeah, and it's kind of a similar thing with the Bills injury report. They appear as healthy as they've been in a while coming into this well, they're game. Coming, they're coming off a bye week. Yeah. You know, this is the rest thing that the, the Chiefs are at a little bit of a disadvantage here because this is part of the year where your team you know, can be banged up. Uh, and, you know, once again, you're facing a team with more rest. And this is a team that preseason was supposed to be right on, on level with you as far as a contender. And so – Feels a little unfair, but uh, you're right. And uh, the Bills are not only healthy uh, from everything that, that you hear with the Von Miller situation. Uh, I haven't dug in and, into you know, what the details are there, but all I know is that uh, he won't be going on any kind of NFL commissioner's list. He's expected to practice on Thursday. So 
uh, as the Chiefs are dealing with several of these contributor injuries and having guys step in, as you mentioned, uh, the Bills are as healthy as they've been since kind of that beginning of the year stretch where they lost a couple defensive players. And so tough uh, that, you know, it's hard to say anything other than this is a disadvantage of the Chiefs this week. Yeah. And the Bills could be getting tight end Dawson Knox back this week, which you know, I think tend to think rookie Dalton Kincaid has probably been better for their offense than Dawson Knox is, but he could be back in the mix this week. So that's something to watch. But yeah, this is as healthy as they've been uh, in a while for the Buffalo Bills uh, team that's reeling right now coming off of that bye week. They're three and five in their last eight games, which just seems absolutely crazy for a team like the Buffalo Bills. But Obviously, uh, a lot of storylines coming into this one and uh, a lot of serious playoff implications uh, ahead of Sunday's matchup between these two teams. So we'll have everything you need to know at arrowheadpride.com. We'll have an updated injury report later on this afternoon for you. We'll also hear from the Chiefs coordinator. So make sure you're on the lookout for that on the Arrowhead Pride podcast network. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we are doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride podcast network. Follow Pete on Twitter at PGSween. I'm Steven Serta. That's where you can find me. We will be back tomorrow morning with a live edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. We'll talk to you then. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premiere. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premiere is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas city. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.